2: Hello everyone, it's the Mate and Payjack podcast. We are here, the Premier League resumption is looming big time, so we thought we'd revisit the notion of us doing nailed on not sure predictions. What do. what do you mean?
3: I think they were all right, weren't they, Dafo? Oh no,
2: we're not going to actually revisit the, the last ones, because that would be mental, because... They're all correct, and it would just be a complete waste of my time, your time, and anyone's time to, to, to actually go back and, and look or, or listen to that. Um, but we did do them. Um
3: and we've deleted the show, I <laughs> I just so you
2: know. I dare say, yes, they were perfect. Um, they were I don't think we got a single one right. But I, I like the idea, so we're going to go and do that again um, this week for the restart, which we'll do in a little bit. A um, couple of things to get through before we do some housekeeping. Um, I want to apologise. Um, I apologise like I care. Um, Colin Kaepernick did not get sacked by The San Francisco 49ers, he was he left, um, so it was his decision, apparently. And so, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people called us out on that on the comments. Where were you, Chris? Where were you on 2016? that 2016? Yeah, I mean, where were you there? I mean, where were you to catch us, catch that mistake? Sorry, resident expert. Um, we've also had, um a couple of reviews that came in as well which I'm 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 very I'm very pleased the people are doing so yeah thanks very much to everyone who has taken the time to um to get them uh, get the reviews and if you want to leave a five star review uh, as you're about to see I will read them out uh, provided they're good uh, if they're not good then they won't get read out but as long as they're five stars that's fine uh, straight up truth bombs um, the obvious years of friendship between Mates and Pajak makes this podcast feel like you're around your mate's place, having a natter, solving the world's problems. Uh, also, it gives great insights into who you two are outside of Redmen TV. Hashtag sitting on our perch. Hashtag we shall not be moved. Get in. That was by <laughs> it. That was left by Suarez's teeth uh, from Australia, apparently, which is good to know. Uh, and so <laughs> the second one is five-star again. Sound lads for Copites. <laughs> Recently graduated from uni Liverpool. Also, being useful to stay connected with Scouse humor and spot on commentary of Wales slash UK events. Thank you so much, uh, and also, because I want to say thank you so much for everyone for the feedback on the podcast last week. Um, obviously, something we wanted to talk about is something you were very, very. Very, very impassioned uh, to make a to make a point over, and you know, I, I, thanks so much to everyone who's got in touch individually to say, you know, to, to say things. we didn't do it for that. I didn't, uh, I didn't do it for recognition. We didn't do it for any reason other than it was something that was important that was spoken about.
3: I think it is, and I think that's right. And I had someone, someone DM me uh, who's a mate of ours, who, we've, who I've known from Redmen for years, and I was like, it's our fucking duty to stand up when we've got a platform. You know mm. what I mean, and and be able to speak it because if you can just change one person's mind, that's sound. Yeah. And if that's all it changes or it makes people think about it or go and educate themselves sound that's what it's about is it
2: yeah so we're going to talk a little bit about some of the stuff that's moved on from that and then we're going to come to our Premier League predictions so if you want yes. that then yeah can't wait for that Um, yeah the, the stuff that's been following on from this Chris we saw uh, in Bristol I'm laughing because I actually thought my initial reaction was I just thought it was, it was quite funny the Bristol protesters for the Black Lives Matter movement pulling down the Edward Colston statue and rolling it into the river, um, or the or the canal or whatever it was. Um now what we've seen is a lot of this kind of conversation. First and foremost, initial reactions when I haven't seen that done. My initial reaction was do you remember when um the Iraqis pulled down the Saddam? Saddam Hussein? Saying, that's that's what I thought of. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, I, I, do you know what? I I must admit, I've kind of switched off a little bit to the news this week, so I, I'm, I might be wrong here and, and tell me, but, you know, England, if it's now shining a light on our past, that for me is probably a good thing. I know the Lord Mayor of London, Carnes, come out, hasn't he, and said he wants a review of all the statues and all the street names in London, but ultimately we've got to remember that, unfortunately, England was built and um, is a rich country because of because of its roots in the slave trade. Now we can we can say that now today, but we can look back and go, well, all right, we don't need to fucking have these things anymore. We recognised that in the time, you know, they did what they did, but and and but it was wrong. Yeah. And so a review of these statues and stuff is is probably the right thing to do in these road names. But equally, you you know. It kind of remind me of something that you said last week, and and we've said a few times over the over the last few months on this podcast, Paul. And it's that like you know when we're talking about, let's say you use a word that a group of people don't like, mm-hmm. right? And it's no, and your exact words almost last week were, well, it didn't bother me. I, I didn't maybe I didn't say it like that or whatever. But if it hurts you, I'm not going to use it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of think the same with the statues. Yeah. If they're there and it's like. And and ninety percent of the population are walking past, not even noticing it. Yeah. And the ten percent walking past, and that makes them feel terrible. Fucking pull it down.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I, this is the thing. I think there's a and look, there's a degree to which there's so many. There's, it's a nuanced conversation, so we will be careful with it. I I don't have a problem with it because I think I saw I saw people saying, well, statues. You you, you don't want to you don't want to whitewash your history, but I also, I think statues, I don't know, you know, they can be used to commemorate struggles or they can be used to like, I see statues, I think of statues of like, let's use a Liverpool example, let's use Bill Shanker, let's use Bob Paisley with their, because they, for me, I think you you earn a statue by being something more, you know, being being a a positive figurehead in in, in certain, or you can have some that can represent things um, that can have a deeper meaning to people. I'm not sure what a statue of a slaver does and now I can see people saying well hang on a second you, you need to keep these things up because it, 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 it's your history and it for good or ill it's still your history you don't want to you don't want to whitewash you know what I mean you don't want to pretend these things didn't happen but I think that what's interesting is and the counterpoint I have seen made and I think is, is an intelligent counterpoint to make on it is in the people who the conversation that that started and I think the pulling down of one statue has opened up, uh, has educated far more people into the effect. I had no idea. I, I had to, I had to re Google the name before I started just to make sure I knew what I, I, I was saying because I was more, I understood the context, and I understood what it was, but I didn't know. It, it, it forced me to learn more about it, and it's meant we've there's been a review as you say. If it if, if Khan's now looking at m- more things, then that has served the that saved the greater purpose and than it ever would it's actually place.
3: It's probably done much more than the the the, the black photos on Instagram. Because people, yeah. like, one way or another, people have looked into this. I'm sorry, you've got, like, a really long hair hanging off your ear and off your chin. Oh, right, sad. Uh, and it's really quite distracting, okay, to be honest. Salt. It's still the one on your ear, it's still there, it's massive as it? well,
2: yeah. Weird. Okay, home grooming tips. Yeah. Go ahead. You're
3: definitely not a... St-
2: it's shall, I put them in a shall I put them in a special bag for you? Well, maybe Just they were the ones
3: that I clipped off you before <laughs> when you weren't looking. Um <laughs> but no I think a lot of people will have looked into because I mean he had something like 625 slaves over in the Caribbean and all that type of stuff so I've done the same I've gone down that little sort of rabbit hole where I've looked into it and I've been like and then you, th- you think about your own city mm-hmm. and you're like bloody yeah Liverpool was one of the, the corners of the slave trade wasn't it mm-hmm. as we all know and um, you know and are there going to be things in Liverpool and sound if there is sound pull them down if people yeah. are getting pissed off and it hurts people fucking pull them yeah, down yeah
2: exactly I just don't see that I don't see the point point. and the thing is there's a knock on impact of all this because of course again as we've always said social media is not the place for nuanced debate it's not the place to change people's opinions it can be good for highlighting things and drawing attention to things and having a laugh and having a conversation about people you should like-minded individuals but when you cross over into other people's territories the knock-on effect like so you see the protests and obviously we talked about rioting last week and i said look again things like rioting the the, the, the Lutons, uh, Luton and writing, you can you can go too far because you can get carried a, a bunch of people who don't aren't, aren't backers of the cause can use that just to cut loose on their on their miserable lives or whatever but rioting creates far more attention than than silent protest often, often does um and in terms of you've seen some of the, the, the defacing of monuments and whatever so the Winston Churchill monument was was defaced and I've seen so many people jumping to, to, to the defence of Winston Churchill and saying, well, look, you know, he, he fought against the ultimate racist and blah, 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 blah. So, the, therefore, you know, it's, it's mad. Again, I don't know where... The problem with all this because I don't know where it stops. I don't know where you draw the line. I think that's what some people's fears are when you start pulling statues down. What, do you, what Who makes the final call? Because if we enter it... And you've got the political correctness-gone-mad people who sometimes are correcting some things because it can be too far. But I... I, again, I'm not asked. I don't have an affinity for those things. I don't agree necessarily. I don't agree with graffiti and like the cenotaph mm. because you, you you know what I mean. I think that's that's a bit that goes a bit far. But when again Winston Churchill, the people who people who never who weren't alive when Winston Churchill was prime minister of the country and know him as basically a what. A, a caricature of a, of a political leader, and a probably knowing more from being portrayed by John Lithgow in, in The Queen or, what, or whatever, or the, you know, on, on Netflix, than than naturally knowing the man himself. I, I can't bring myself to be asked about that, but it's a,
0: it's a, it's a, a grey area, and I don't
3: think people are asked about it. I think, you know, you might have a small percentage of people who are asked, and I think most people have just jumped on the bandwagon of being asked. and, it, you know, it's, it seems to be a popular thing to say, you know, it's virtue signalling at the moment and stuff like that, and I, I'm loath to use the phrase myself, but I actually think it might be that in a, mm-hmm. in a lot of cases, because, like, it doesn't impact anyone's day-to-day, no. give or take, mm-hmm. you know, and, and in fact... No, it It really won't, and no one will have been asked. And most people, if they're anything like me, anyway, will walk past those things without fucking seeing them yeah. or noticing them. And now all of a sudden, people are angry about it. Like, and I, and and you know, just on 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 the Churchill thing, you know, it, it's the problem that we've all got, and it's a problem with politics in this country as well. And but the biggest problem with history is that, and as we all know, it is written by the victors. Mm. Um, so all the. Fucking war crimes that will have undoubtedly gone on mm-hmm. during World War Two have been whitewashed and and all that and you know we've decided what the history is now. Really, what you want to be doing is you want to be changing the curriculum schools. Yeah. And you want to be teaching more about the slave trade and what it was and and more from a point of like how they always. I, I remember you know speaking about World War Two with a history teacher in school one time. He's like, "This is it, really, in the curriculums, you know, to make sure that we don't forget." and to make sure that we understand our history, but to make sure these mistakes aren't happening again. Your
2: key takeaway from World War II is meant to be Nazism bad. Like, make sure Nazism doesn't come back. That's, like, your key... If you have to learn, one... If you have to boil World War Two down, that ends up being the key takeaway, which, let's be honest, is a pretty good takeaway to take away from millions of people losing their lives. You know, you know. if you had if you had to bring something good out of it, it's that we should... <laughs> we're supposed to see the end of fascism. Yeah, um... We're supposed to remember those things. The issue with the, the Churchill stuff is, because look, again, I, I'm not saying pull down statues of Winston Churchill, but he's got, again, he... he he said he had not a number of racist attitudes t- towards things. Now, of course, you can go beyond the, the, the you know the, the times difference. The people who've jumped to the defence of Winston Churchill, I've found, are, are are people who are tend to have British flags yep. in their in their bios. Love a Union Jack. Love a Union Jack. It's fine. Not not everyone who has a, who likes the Union Jack is racist. I used to love the Union Jack. Oasis you used to have it on Noel's guitar. It was great. It was dead cool in the nineties. Uh, now it's just basically been a bit polluted. But by the by, but it's people. It's the same type of people who fucking love. The the british empire who loved the idea but we had a mate and i, I you know we, we know what you'll know who i'm talking about no need to go and say his name or whatever but, really he, know. but he used to go on about the empire and we need to get back to the empire and we need to get back to this and that the british empire were fucking horrible we were the bad guys we'd go go you know going into different countries murdering people get a load of people bring a load of people around the world and all that British Empire, not necessarily that good a good a thing. Uh, but people are so so indoctrinated into the notion of these things that I don't think they they, they they care to know the truth behind them. And what this has done, it's opened a whole can of worms. And you've got I think you've got a lot of people who are jumping to defence of these things without really. When, I mean, why why bother? Why do you care? I mean, I, I, I don't know.
3: I, I I personally like look, I, I, and some people will get. Attached to certain people and certain statues and stuff. I find it difficult to get attached to someone like a figure like Winston Churchill, who I ever, never had any dealings with. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't my Prime Minister. He was born how many years before? A hundred years, maybe, he'd be born before me. Yeah. Um, so I find that really difficult. Like, what's wrong with just a plaque? Yeah. You know, and the thing with a plaque is you can explain things. Yeah. Like a statue to me, like what you said at the start of this, is this was a good person. Yeah. This he's got a statue, whereas a plaque can be commemorative and also say here marks and blah blah, and this is why we're putting this yeah. here as a mo- maybe have a moment of solace. Or, I've or got I've got no problem
2: with Winston Churchill having a statue. I mean, he was the leader of of, of the country when we when, you know we fought back the you know the, the you know the Nazi hordes and all that kind of stuff. Fine for what he did in that regard, he probably does deserve a statue. But what it was just an interesting point that someone writing, someone spray painting racist on his on his statue again, it just. Spark the conversation. That's what this is doing at the moment. We're we it, it. It's opening conversations up. To start, I'm not saying that everyone needs to take. You know, Winston Churchill doesn't need to be airbrushed out of the out of the history of the country, but it should open up conversations about. You know about how how high we hold people in 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 esteem. And look, we said this last week there are no one hundred percent perfect people. Everyone's done stupid things and all this kind of thing. But again, it's how we put when we put people on pedestals, and the idea that Winston Churchill you can't possibly question his character because he happened to be the prime minister when when yeah, you know, did you see did you see the photographs
3: of, of. And I I, don't, I will say it before before I say this, I haven't fact checked this, which is a whole other issue mm-hmm. with the the problem with politics and everything else at the moment and history and everything. But I saw a photograph of a, a black guy cleaning the statue, yeah. and then four Tories coming in for a photo op and pretending they clean the statue. Yeah. Now, it could have easily been photoshopped, and, yeah. and I'm, I'm sorry that I haven't. But equally, the fact that I, my first port of call is that sounds really true yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is a fucking disgusting thing. Yeah. But this is the problem with it all, with everything at the moment is that, you know, Trump for everything he's got wrong has highlighted fake news to a huge thing now the, the problem i think he's got he's found is he's highlighted it for everybody and th- there is a massive problem whether you're the left or the right at mm-hmm. the moment with fake news i mean did you see the thing with the the world health organization you can't pass COVID 19 if you're asymptomatic and all that type of stuff so they brought out a statement i think it was like two days ago right and they basically said it's a myth if you're asymptomatic you, it's very very rare like point fucking something of a percent that you're actually passing COVID 19 on and then and then one of the american news corporations clickbaited that's st- their statement and so an expert went back to the the who not the band and asked them to clarify their stance. And they said, oh, that's not quite what we said. We meant it. Like, it's not all as cut and dry and it's very gray area. And they weren't able to say categorically one way or the other. And the guy, and I've got this huge fucking thread of evidence, with, like different surveys. This is the problem. People are picking what they want in every walk of life yeah. and pushing it to their narrative. Yeah. Like the fake news thing. Trump did it for his narrative. Mm-hmm. I could quite easily make a fake news narrative the other way. Yeah. And the problem we've got is there's no fucker anywhere in the world who's telling us the fucking truth. how are we supposed to know what's fucking right and what's going on in the world when we're just living in a big fuck off lie
2: the thing that's concerning with all this stuff is that again it's the political party lines on this like Keir Starmer come out and look as far as I'm concerned the first word that should come out of every politician's mouth in this instance is yeah we should probably look into this you know know, uh, but the first word has been condemnation of the approach first and foremost and that's your headline and the second you say that that's what that's your, that's effectively your message so everything Keir starmer said afterwards wasn't being reported because every news bulletin was labour leader condemns a, a, a mob approach or, or whatever but if you look at for, on
3: the other papers on the right side they're saying the opposite they'll say Boris Johnson won fucking pmqs
2: and you, it's just you can't win but they're all being they're all being a bit a, a bit bad about this. I just don't think it's hard for people politically to just go yeah you know what this is, maybe we should you know, maybe we should be, we probably should look into this because we've not really thought about it. But actually now that we've really, now that someone's drawn our attention to this, this is probably a bad thing and we should probably do. Cause I, might Mike, I was thinking about the, the Black Lives Matter thing. I don't know what the, I don't know what the result is. Like you go out for a cause, you go out to protest something. So let's say you are on a picket line. So you you know, you, you go for better pet work and pay conditions. When you get that met or you reach a compromise on that, you stop protesting. Or, you know, someone loses the job, or you go and do that, or you do for aware, awareness on some things. There's a finite point to it. I don't I don't know what where what what it what the next sort of step, particularly in this country, because obviously the touch point was was George Floyd over in America. I think that's probably what part of the government's can't fathom the idea that people could possibly be so riled up by something that didn't happen in our in our, in our country. But when they've got away with as much as they uh, have, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, now, now yeah. they are they pissed off? Yeah, that's it. And, and it. But it's it's mad, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's some something some some. Bold but there's genuine steps, reform think...
3: coming in America? I mean, you've seen that. I mean, min, uh, min, Minneapolis are, are, are not funding the police anymore. Yeah. Like, I mean. That's fucking crazy. Walmart came out today and said, well, we're not going to build our Walmarts in places without police. Fucking everyone's made up. Everyone's made (laughs) up. I was like, fucking two for one, baby. He's right. But there is genuine reform. And if you look at the cities that these protests have happened in, there is reform across the board in Mm. all of them. Now, I'm with you on the the England and the UK stuff. I'm not sure what the end game is. Mm -hmm. Maybe it is just solidarity. Maybe it is just highlighting an education. And maybe that's cool. And that is cool.
2: Um, it's, yeah, because it, it's about it's about making sure that it's enough. And when you see the pictures and you see the volume of people, and this is again for anyone who's annoyed by it, or, or and and it'll happen because the more stuff gets forced into your timeline without you choosing, I always say this, it doesn't matter what the topic is. Where it could be a hot, t- it could be fucking Tiger King, or it can be and it can be something as trivial as a TV show or something as ma- as major as, a, as an important you well, know, societal movement or whatever <laughs> exactly yeah. um, but these things get forced into your timeline if you've not chosen them it's easy for you to get wound up by them it can be anything from like the the, like the Ice Bucket Challenge loads of people who just hated the Ice Bucket Challenge it was a good it was a good idea for a good cause but people got annoyed by it because they, they got bored of seeing people tipping ice buckets over their heads um, oh TikTok will be mine yeah exactly exactly TikTok's a great a, a, a example of that thing it's fine for you to waste your time don't waste mine yeah yeah, exactly, well, but this is the point. But this is what's going to happen, and it, what needs that. What we need to reach a point of is and, and it needs to be drawn out long enough that it's it's such a sustained movement that there can be no choice but to enact some positive changes and make big, sweeping changes where not where are needed, where are necessary. So this isn't just five minutes of conversation time that gets moved on when something else, something else different happens, and, and draw you know, the shiny thing draws people's attention. Um, because yeah, I, I hope that's. Oh, that's the thing. It can't just be conversation. Conversation can't be enough. I hope I hope that there's something tangible that we can all point to in the coming weeks and months and go, it was it was absolutely worth all the things people talk about the the, the people breaking lockdown rules and all that kind of stuff for it. You can't no one chose this. No one went oh, this is the perfect time to start protesting for, for you know, for, for black lives and p- protesting for, for more equality, um, racial equality. It's the worst possible time. We're in the middle of a pandemic, but that shows you how important it is that people are prepared to to put all those other things aside. That's how important it is. They're not need... just going to the beach, Paul. No, exactly, exactly. And it, and that, for me, is the takeaway. I think some people will be annoyed by it, and there's so many, it so many reactions to it going, oh, God, look at these people doing this and that. <sighs> You're right. People aren't just going out because they fancy going out. People have got a legitimate cause and a legitimate reason. This is not the people who were protesting being told to be locked down, who were just morons. Yeah. This is like you can't. You, this, this, you've got to capitalize on a crest of a wave, and sometimes things happen organically. and This has happened organically, and hopefully it leads to a positive, a more positive Thing world, moving moving forward. Um, right. Okay. We'll um, see. Hello, everyone. Mate here. Just want to remind everyone that we have got a Patreon. Head to patreon.com forward slash page We did our very first Patreon exclusive hangout in the week. We had such a good laugh, just shooting the breeze, chilling out, and having a laugh via the wonderful medium of Zoom uh, with some of our amazing patrons. Is available to every single tier member. So it doesn't matter whether you join a tier one, tier two, or tier three. The monthly Q&A hangout is available to you as well as exclusive content and access to our Discord group as well. So if you want to support the podcast and you want to get involved with the next monthly Q&A, you can do. Go to patreon.com forward slash macexpajach. On with the show. Forty. Football, football, football. Um, it yes, ends. we we um, did end. it did end so that's yeah, yeah, and it's been far too long. It's gonna be over three months between Liverpool matches, which is insane. Like the longest gap we've ever experienced without the Reds. Since the war. Yeah, um, so I want to do the nailed on restart predictions. We'll start nice and slow and simple. Um, Liverpool win it. Ah, yeah, I'm gonna go out on a limb as well and say liverpool probably win the league title here um and become centurions ooh i i think i don't,
3: I don't think it's as easy as people think but no. i do think it is something that we want
2: i'm i yeah i i've my, my suspicion is having watched the, a fair bit of the bundesliga since they come back i think you're going to find that liverpool and city are just going to be what uh, dortmund and bayern were and there will be
3: Everything's in their favour. They're
2: just gonna largely win every football match. And I said this about Man City because I know people asking me about this because obviously they play, on, they come back on the seventeenth ahead of us. They play Arsenal in their game in hand, and we've mentioned this in a few different places. But I firmly expect Arsenal to get dicked everywhere by by Man City in this. If it was like a three or four nil thing, I wouldn't be surprised. I in was saying
3: I think in 20 minutes, there'll be like a few goals down. Yeah. like in, and, and there's nothing there. And funny, actually, just before we started filming, I saw DT tweeters like, you know, don't want to get ahead of myself and all that. Like, but these lads are looking fucking mint insane. And, and I just kind of had this thought to myself I'm like, everyone looks mint insane. And but for the Arsenal lads, they're playing against Arsenal defenders. I mean, no fucking wonder. <laughs> everyone looks mint against your fucking
2: defenders, yeah. lads. Shocked out <laughs> Staffy. <laughs> Just like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, it's bad. It's, it's I, I always wondered this, like, about, like, you said about buying certain type of players. Like, it's worth having, whatever your weaknesses in your side, it's worth buying that player. I think, I, I always contend, that's why we bought really bought Benteke. It was just to help us learn how to not lose against Christian yeah. Benteke. And
3: so no, one, no one else happened.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, I wonder that, like, yeah, like, why Liverpool have gotten good is that you're, all of a sudden we had good defenders, so your attackers are playing Virgil van Dijk every single day. You, you'd have to get it's good... almost ac- like it's quite easy to do this Premier League manager lock, Yeah, yeah, it? yeah, definitely. Get, Just get better players. Have the best players, yeah. It worked uh, for, work for Mourinho for so long. Um So, no, I, I agree on that. The, 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 the Arsenal City thing, I genuinely think um I, Arsenal are going to come into this with all... I think there's going to be a number of clubs, and I... It's Arsenal are going to fall into this category because again we've seen it with the Bundesliga and look, I think our Arsenal and Arsenal and United and Chelsea uh, and then maybe maybe you stretch it out to Wolves and then maybe one or two others. I, I, I'm happy to happy to entertain the notion maybe more, maybe Chef United, maybe the Ev. Randomly, um, you look at what the Bundesliga, those Bundesliga clubs are. That's like RB Leipzig, Borussia Munchen, Gladbach, Bayer Leverkusen, who are really good teams on their day. They can beat anyone. They've got some good players. They can cause some problems, but they're all they're all suspect in their own ways. And there's a reason they are where they are. There is a reason they're not winning the league. Um, but there's also a reason they're not down. Look, but I think loads of those clubs will just be dead inconsistent. I don't. I, I, so top four. Who are you predicting for top four?
3: Exactly the same in the same order.
2: So you know As I mean, it is get, right now. so it's at the moment. And I'm
3: actually going to extend that to the top five. So Leicester and Chelsea stay third and fourth. Okay. Man United stay fifth. City stay second. We stay first.
2: Okay. Yeah. I I wonder. The I, Chelsea should be fine.
3: The thing, the, the 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 issue that Chelsea were having is they were playing the young kids a lot and they started to get tired. Yeah. That's now not an issue, yeah. and I think the same for Leicester. To be honest with you, I think they, they went into a little bit of a tailspin form wise, maybe one in six before the leagues ended, something like that, maybe two and six, um, and then you're looking at it and going, well, now they're refreshed. They're physically okay again, small squads, they'll probably be all right to get themselves through this. And they've got a few points gap as well, haven't they? Yeah, on, uh, on Chelsea, I think it is in fourth. And I think Chelsea will come in off a little bit of a buzz as well with the signing or pro- likely signing of Werner, mm-hmm. uh, Zicek as well, mm-hmm. and then fucking hell, oh,
2: have, it. Have, have it! What the and, fucking else going and on? Me? Like? Well, apparently, yeah. Go Fuck and, me, a boss. Yeah, like, you know I mean? yeah, that notion that it was it was just the Murata money uh, has got been blown don't away. Don't forget the Hazard quickly. money. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> fucking hell, though. Yeah. I um, mean. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, Abramovich realized
3: his life was really shit without football, and went, "Let's just get these to win again." Like
2: the thing with Leicester, because and it'd be interesting to see because the, the home advantage thing was, I, I think it's, the, it's starting to balance out a touch in the Bundesliga. But for the first couple of game weeks in particular, there was no there was no home advantage unless you were, unless you were Bayern Munich, pretty much, and um, uh, Dortmund. But the so I wonder whether that will impact teams like Leicester. I Leicester I had like the second best home. Forming the table, didn't uh, he? My, my my thing with Leicester, I wouldn't because I think that everyone's looking at them and thinking, like you yeah, I think you're right in saying yeah, they've got a five-point gap to Chelsea in fourth. If the league had just finished out, I think you're right. I think they would have finished comfortably. I've got a No, a, I think they'd
3: little, have gone the other way. Personally. Really? I see.
2: I think I my, my my feeling is that Leicester I, I, it's gonna be about the most fortitude in this. And you're right, actually, if you look at it from this respect. Leicester and Chelsea have got league winners in their sides, so you would bank on them to, f- to be able to f- call on that experience. Just They've got a few more experienced heads who've kind of been there and done it, who should should see them through. Um, so, well, but the, I also wouldn't be shocked to see Leicester capitulate because I don't know, I think they burnt so
3: brightly. That's and, that's kind of my point. We, we, we've seen the same things and we've gone with a different viewpoint based off it. So Leicester yeah. were 11th the By the looks table. of things in the form
2: table,
3: yeah, two wins, two draws, two losses, eight points out of eighteen, mm-hmm. um, and and that that said to me that they were a tyrant side and yeah. that they were starting to struggle and stuff like that. Uh, whereas if you look at the the home form, Leicester are second in home form; they're the head of Manchester City, yeah. Like so, I think I've looked at that and gone, Do you know what? I think they'll be able to stem that rot and they'll be able to keep them up bay for just a few weeks. Yeah. You've looked at those things, this looked at the exact same things and gone. Actually, you know what? Let's. I think they're going the other way, but yeah. no, I think I think Leicester stay in it.
2: It's it's good, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how they handle. It. My only thing on them is that again, it's like squad depth. Chelsea have got Chelsea have got tons it's of players. Games, that's yeah, what I'm it, thinking. It, it's tr- it's true, 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 true. But I mean, again, the the teams that are most resistant to it are always going to be the teams that have got the most of the good players. And that's why I think Chelsea will be absolutely fine because their their squad is amazing. I think it's really underrated how good their squad is. and they've still got like that one last hurrah. For William and Pedro as well, I mean, could that be a factor? I don't know. Maybe as a negative of, we've seen that excuse um, Charlton with the but the Charlton lad come out through the weekend. Lee Bowie was complaining about it because basically said, "I'm not playing." I mean, contracts up. I don't I'm, if I get I'm, injured. Yeah, exactly. I could I could cost myself a big move by getting by getting injured, which is interesting. So look at the let's look at the little clutch underneath that. Then Man United, Wolves, Sheffield United, Tottenham with a club. <laughs> I always do this, like Tottenham fans. We were getting asked to, uh, to do a Ball Street video a few years ago, and it was like what do you think, what's your opinion on the rivalry between Liverpool and Tottenham? And I went, I can 100% categorically say that uh, Tottenham Hotspur are one of the 19 football teams that Liverpool will have to play this season. And that is the sum total of my um, feelings of rivalry towards Spurs. I always forget they exist, it's mad. Um, do so I'll, think... go,
3: I'll, I'll go out on a limb, right, and I will tell you that the top nine all stay in the top nine. Okay. And I will say that Burnley and Everton probably swap places. Everton make the top ten, okay. And I think Tottenham. I have them down. Tottenham and Arsenal probably finish seventh and eighth, and maybe Sheffield United drop down a couple of places.
2: The, I I wonder whether. And again,
3: but Arsenal finishing seventh and eighth, Tottenham, Arsenal, and Tottenham—that's big news. I've got happens.
2: a my sneaky feeling through all this is that will yeah it will favour the historically big clubs. So I don't think this will do Sheffield United any favours. And that's going to be a real test for them because Chris Wilder's done a boss job. Everyone loves them. They've, you know, they've got no superstars, etc, etc. They've got a system that works for them more than anything else. And it's about, without like the fierce force of Bramall Lane behind them, I'm not saying they're going to be a Union Berlin per se, but they don't have that, that same level of thing behind them. And I wonder whether they're going to come into a position where it will just be those... You know, the wolves and them fall foul of of it. I hope not, like, I, I, cause it'd be hilarious. I
3: think yeah. I think the difference between wolves and, and and Sheffield and wolves have a good home record anyway, but they, they do well away from home, don't mm. they? Uh, at the same time, the difference for me there is the wolves players individually are very experienced players. You know and they've played in multiple leagues and they've and they've played at the top level before, certainly the Portuguese lads. And I just think that when you take when you're making a game almost like a training session, the technically better players come out on top. And and the reason why, right, I think, is Say you're, say you're a park the bus team, have you thought about this? Mm-hmm. Like that fortitude that the crowd, like, babe, like, yeah! yeah, fucking call on. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're just under pressure from Manchester City time and time again, and there's no atmosphere yeah, at some point someone's going to make an error. And I just think that, that really favours the better teams, the technical teams, much more I su- so. I suppose and they... Wolves would be one of those teams where I think I'm technically better.
2: Yeah, it's interesting that because it, it can go both ways. You right, you don't necessarily have the wall of noise behind you at home, but you also don't have like the oh, you know, the, the 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 creeping panic that you when you've got an opposing you know three quarters of a stadium against you in those situations as well. So you it could it, it could but it could but, the, just... but the difference is. When you're a player, I, th- I think
3: when you're a player and you're one of those teams where you have 40 shots, there's there's no your your fans aren't getting to the point where they go, oh, this is never gonna happen. Yeah, because you're just a player and you think, oh, fuck, yeah. we're gonna score at some point. This yeah. is just dead easy. So I, I just think the, the the good teams it just massively favors the good teams. The thing teams.
2: That, the thing that I think does Sheffield United is they don't score goals. They've scored 30 goals in tw- in 28 games, which is just massive. and it's just a defensive record i think that's been keeping them in they've got an amazing defensive record it's second only to us actually in the top in the top 10 um and it's whether that's enough but the, I, again i think this the, the, again it might not go like the bundesliga but we can we go really on best guess and, and seeing similar sorts of stuff a lot of games are going to be won in the first half an hour and if sheffield united ride that out that could work in their that could work in their favour for stuff, but I also just fancy them. You know, if if t, if t, if they don't switch on and they haven't got that, whatever that is, if they can't click into the same gear they were in quickly, it could only be a couple. Of, it's only going to take players. A couple of games. I, I,
3: you know, I haven't watched anywhere near as much Bundesliga as you. I've only seen one game that there was a comeback and it was Bayern Munich Mm. the other day. Was it Leverkusen? They came back to win like 4-1 or something like that. But it feels to me like you go behind and you've got no belief to get back into the game. Yeah because there's no-one there giving you that belief that you can get back into game, so it feels like at 2-0, it literally does become a training session yeah. for the better team.
2: Yeah, like I, I would it wouldn't shock me at all if Man City didn't lose a game, may, may, with the only exception hopefully being against against Liverpool. Um, It's interesting, the Tottenham Arsenal, Tottenham Arsenal, I, any, right, so we've got uh, category number one here, surprisingly good, which team do you think is going to be surprisingly good? So you can't have like Man City and Liverpool because that wouldn't be a surprise. Um, I'm going with Everton for this. I know because, and listen, it's the Ev, so there is just as likely to pull a full-on the Ev and completely capitulate. But I think Carlo Ancelotti just having a bit more time to get his feet under the table. And mm -hmm. okay, it's not like he's had three months of intense training with the team or whatever but I think he's had more time he'll have done more of his research he'll have Galvan I think him and having that manager in that unusual set of circumstances might end up benefiting them I mean I just think I think 12th in the Premier League I can't can't see Everton finishing bottom half but it would be it would be a very interesting world they are three points behind Arsenal Mm -hmm. four points behind Spurs and so on and so forth I'm not saying they're going to finish fifth or anything like that but I would be Power shift, like I not a, not a, not a Merseyside power shift, but I would love, in a really perverse way, to see Everton steal a march on an Arsenal or a Spurs because I actually think I, the size of a football club and all that kind of stuff. Everton get so maligned, I would sneaky love them to finish above on one of those so-called big four, big six. six teams.
3: I will say, I will say Bournemouth okay cuz they've got the players back
2: ah yeah
3: and they're in the relegation zone mm-hmm. so i mean like on a sliding scale of good they'll be better than what they were mm-hmm. and they'll they they'll probably be in four or five Weeks they won't be anywhere near the relegation zone, and
2: that I think that counts as surprisingly I, good. I think that's a good job. My only other outside he one, had like eleven injuries, didn't he? He did, like he an the entire side, yeah, ridiculous.
3: And going back onto like the technical stuff, did a good
2: technical side. The only one outside and this is uh, form probably follows this. Whether it counts as surprising, I'm interested to see what Watford do because I think Nigel Pearson, I've got something going there, mm-hmm. and I'd be interested to see whether he's able to. To keep that going all of a sudden, whether Wofford just end up not in the I relegation hope they don't, conversation. for any consolation. Yeah, I have no great love for Wafford, so that'd be fine. Uh, okay, surprisingly shit. Which team do you think is going to be surprisingly shit? <sighs> you can have Arsenal in this if you want, because I don't they. do not that surprising? No, not to us, Chris, but like, you know, Arsenal got a lot of fans and there's a lot of expectations. They've got a lot of good players and they've got a manager finally that they
3: can. Like. I, can I pick a player to be surprisingly shit? Okay. More in hope than anything else. Kevin De Bruyne. Bruno Fernandes. Bruno Fernandes. Okay. Because, like, d- did he make it into the team of the fucking year? He, or made, five it, he games? made it as a BBC's team. Like, are you year, having yeah. a fucking laugh, Sanders? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, fucking, come on.
2: Yeah, that was that's what happens when you leave things to fan votes. <laughs> uh, Bruno <laughs> Fernandes. Man like Man United go who can we <laughs> who, who can we vote who can we vote for and oh, we can't legitimately vote no. for, and, for Rashford and, and, in a front free can we? And, so we'll have to go, we'll have to go for uh, Bruno. Oh, we love Bruno. <laughs> Fuck off. Five games, it's fucking
3: joke. Yeah. So and and again, I hope I don't actually think they will be shit, but I do hope that it is Manchester United because they've hit like they had a few games where they were alright they had Bruno Fernandes and I just think it would be and all they've had for this like three month period is how fucking they've got the best midfield in the world and fucking all this type of stuff and Tony's getting a fucking tune up top and Anthony's fucking all this and he's, all that he's
2: made a grand total of nine appearances for them Chris but um, five Premier League appearances now he got two goals and three assists that's very much a similar return to what Liverpool got on of Patrick Berger when he signed for us and Patrick Berger was a very a very very talented footballer but i I would. I, just, I, I I really like Bruno. He's, boss. By the way. He's I would boss. have loved us to sign him, but you're right. I'm not sure he necessarily is is in being knighted as the next George Best or whatever for United is probably a tad premature. Um, yeah. So I'm
3: really open to them. Yeah. I, I know that's not a prediction.
2: I surprisingly shit. I think. I think it's either going to be Leicester or I'm not backing I'm
3: not back the Leicester horse. Not again. Because I said that at the start of the season, yeah. that they were going to be a real struggle. Oh, if you remember the
2: French. that was going to struggle. He's not. Um,
3: yeah, I think the words I, I use were he's not going to be able to get a tune out of Hardy. I
2: don't I was think,
3: nearly
2: right. I don't think Man United. Look, Man United's problems haven't gone away. No, like they might, they might touch lucky, and if and if Solskjaer's smart, they'll go out and blitz. But he, he plays them as a counter-attack inside, and I'm not sure. I mean, that, that might work if teams come. That will to work. Come, if if but team, they won't win them a title. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> the title it's funny it's funny saying it in a conversation they're saying it like they're they're saying it about
3: next season they're saying it about next year Paul it's
2: glorious I am it's like like,
3: there's nothing more annoying to me and we must have been like this as as, deluded yeah deluded we must have been like this it's like Arsenal got the best front three that's what they said when they had fucking they haven't even played a fucking game together and we're 29 games into the fucking season or something you know what I mean or a full 90 minutes or whatever it is Man United got the best midfield in the world now with Pogba fucking Fernandez, and Fred or something oh god you're Fred Fred was boss right by season. the way yeah, Fred was sound when Fernandez come in yeah. but Pogba like he still doesn't like his he still wants to fucking
2: go and for some reason you still think he's good yeah. I don't get it yeah well, yeah cause cause, cause he, he there's no he's good on FIFA <laughs> he's a good he's, Paul, Paul Pogba is an amazing footballer he's just not brilliant at football like you know, like he's, 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 he's a freestyler. Is what you're telling yeah. me. He's, he's very good. Like he's very good at all the bits that you, you would you know. that He's got all the all the right tools. He just has. Remember we used to have a fact. We, we, we have, everyone knows him. Everyone's got a mate who does his boss at keepy ups. But you can't do you ups in a match. And uh, yeah, you always had that lad. Unless you're uh, Yeah. Yeah, good. fair play. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'd be... I, I, again, is, is it? Is it uh, would Man United being shipped be a surprise? I don't know, but I would love it. I would genuinely love it. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll have that. Uh, okay, top goal scorer? I think Vardy still stays it. So, we've got... Um,
3: Vardy's about three or four ahead of Obama. Vardy
2: and... is currently um, top 19. of the pile on 19... Obamiang second seventeen, Aguero sixteen, Salah sixteen, Ings fifteen, Rashford fourteen, Mane fourteen. So, Obamang's still a shout. Vardy's still very yeah, much I, a shout. Aguero, I Salah, think it's be Vardy. reckon. I still
3: think. But I think Leicester are going to stay in third. Okay. So, I and I think Arsenal is shit.
2: I, Mohamed Salah. Interesting. Not Ings. Not Ings. No, I think Southampton. Are, I think Southampton are just going to be. Um, Surprisingly, shit. No, just what Southampton have been. It's not <laughs> a
3: good manager, though. Yeah, he's no, no, fine. You know,
2: yeah, he's fine, isn't he? But um, yeah, uh, Salah. I think Salah was on that trajectory towards it anyway. Obviously, Vardy having had time to recover means he's going to be, you know, he's going to be playing games of football again, which was was very much in doubt for the rest of the season. But um, I think Salah having that break. I think Sal- Salah's had a, very much needed a physical break. He's finally had one that he was never, ever going to get otherwise. And he's just looking at that golden boot and going, go ahead. Go Number ahead, clock play me in every game. Number three. Yeah, yeah, three on the bounce. So, yeah, i go with that. Uh, relegated?
3: I have gone... Oh Well, I know this. It's Aston Villa, Norwich, and uh, I'm really sorry, Nicky.
2: West Ham United. I, yeah, they're, they're in such disarray... They're shit. I I think it's talent. They're, they're really shit. It's the fans. Uh, you can. I think you can you can get a taste for this of the fans who just didn't really want football to come back are the ones who y- you are in the mood here. You know, oh yeah. The 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 trailer win tells me here that West Ham you know don't want it to come back because they're very fearful of getting relegated. Um, they've that-
3: got a fucking tough run as well. I think. I think I had a quick look at it, and I think yeah, I think it's a pretty tough. Tough run again. So they run they
2: run a game. Oh Christ. They're next today, Wolves, Tottenham, Chelsea. Uh, and they've got Man United in there as well. I mean, oh, fair enough. After they get there, they've got Newcastle, Burnley, Norwich, Wofford and Villa. So they've got it, it's all gonna it's probably gonna end up in their hands. Uh, but it's whether <laughs> would you trust it in their hands? No. Yeah, no, no. I'm also
3: saying that Moyes gets relegated at the end of the year and uh, gets sacked at the end
2: of the year. I'd forgotten he was even West Ham manager. Why yeah. did he do, why on earth did he do that? Absolutely,
3: he was great. like, what? He was the manager before Pellegrini as well, wasn't he? Probably.
2: <laughs> I've lost. I've lost Keltz. I feel so. Like, sorry didn't they have
3: Zola him. at one point over the last fucking ten years mm, as manager?
2: Maybe. I. what ju- he, he was never Watford manager. They've
3: literally tried everything, West Ham. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's almost as though it might be their owners. Um, yeah, yeah, can't Anyway, we move on. Yeah, I, I, who do you think are going to be relegated? To? I, Norwich, Defo I, I wonder whether Villa might, might, might just scrape the way out of it. Really? I think some are t- teams like like a Brighton. I think I get sucked in. Because um, they're another one who they've been like trying everything in their power to not have Footy be, footy be restarted. And who's the manager again, Paul? Graham Potter. Well done. Nailed it. <laughs> Only because we played them on Footy Manager the other day. Um, <laughs> and you get, you went on a big diatribe about what a titty was, and his name's Potter, and it, it's like Hadi Um Yes. Uh, so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see Brighton, Norwich, Brighton, and then probably yeah, West Ham. West Ham go down. Do
3: you know what I would? And I I. I I hate to say this, but you know what? I wouldn't really like to happen. And I think, that, I think they are safe. I'd love Newcastle to go down.
2: Oh! And no, I, I like Newcastle too much. <laughs> so do I, but come on. But, like, the hilarity of getting bought out and having loads that of money. That looks like it's on the rocks, well, by yeah, the way, yeah, now, yeah, as well. Like, I mean, to get fucked if they get, if they get relegated. Um, I
3: just think that, like... It's the hope that kills you, isn't it? And like to to go away to think you're gonna get bored, to think you're gonna challenge at the top and come back nine games and fucking like lose everyone and end up in the championship again.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I really
3: like the idea of them going. Down. I
2: um yeah, the, the cans all have to stay in the fridge <laughs> for a for a little bit longer. and them to
3: cans up there. It's bottles of new on. Oh lad, no, no cans.
2: Have you not you not onto this? No, cans is the thing. Can that have you not seen the hashtag cans? That's been they've been waiting for this. It's been they've they've had the cans on ice basically for when the takeover. Goes goes through like Shearer was tweeting it and all kinds like it's Cans. become yeah it's become like their catchphrase for the moment at the moment it's finally done they can and they're not they talking can more or, they can crack a can and, uh, and have a Like really. you
3: don't yeah. want to put the fucking tinnies in the fridge too early they go tinny like the beer tastes horrible if you're mm. watching this get them out get them in just a few hours before you're going to drink it uh, that way, also you you know you you, you know you free up some fridge, fridge space for the next you know twelve weeks, yeah. Which yeah. is a, which is a major issue. I only put my beers in on Thursday because I go shopping on Saturday, and then I fill my fridge up again with beer. And then, then the game is can I finish these before the big shop. Yeah,
2: there we go. Everyone um, does that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Got to make up make up some space. <laughs> Great stuff. Um Okay, we've got a few more. Let's get to a few of the a few of the daft ones. And um, player most likely to break lockdown. Oh, Vardy. Oh. <laughs> Go, to, go, what, to go on like uh, to, to go and defend the Winston Churchill <laughs> monuments <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah I don't know how Leicester have got
2: such a bad Tory rap are, they're not really are they they're quite a liberal city I think um, no well well, it's got a massive Asian community but I don't know sometimes that counts the other way I don't, Leicestershire is a very Tory area but so I don't think Leicester actually is. I don't know about Leicester. I don't is, know about Le- I I think don't everyone thinks Leicester it is. City. I think that they they act very sorry. <laughs> the Leicester fans certainly like. Um, On the
3: ground was called Philbert Street.
2: Filbert Street. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, I uh, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll take that. I, it's it's a bit obvious. It's low hanging fruit. But it's just cow isn't it? I mean, he's done it <laughs> twice already, Chris. I mean, at this point, it's like being shocked when Suarez bites someone else. It's like he's like he's just not asked. He's like, I'll go and I'll go and I'll go and hug me family, and I'll go and have some sex parties because I'm a bit bored and I'm ri- and I'm rich and why and why not? So I don't think I don't think it's a particularly. So he's the answer. least likely. The least likely to break lockdown is Jordan Henderson. Yeah, that's a good show. Yeah, that is a very good show. He's just got too much. Right, and on 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 the whole thing, I think he's far too sensible. He's a lad. He's been he's been far too sensible for too many years in his life for it to all go tits up now. But, um, Bobby Firmino is probably a good shout for,
3: for this. Fabian
2: Lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah.
2: In mean, Liverpool players. Like I mean, bear in mind he's only, he, like he's, he got done for drink driving, didn't he? to he's, he's not exactly the most sensible of human beings. And I've seen how he dresses. And I'm not saying him being a natural extrovert is also means he's the kind of person who's a, an habitual rule breaker. But he breaks fashion rules, and I don't think it's a hot. I think it's a hop, skip, and a jump to just decide, and then he wants to go out to pick up a, a, a fresh pack of teeth whitener. I or think whatever. Bobby
3: Firmino walks downstairs like Joker in the new film.
2: Oh, like, yeah, <laughs> he gets caught doing, doing <laughs> his kicks down the, down the stairs, yeah, in full for the attire. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll yeah, I, I, I have a bit of that. I, it wouldn't shock me, though. Let's flip this on its head. If it was, like, Milner, because... Oh, yeah, it's just a persona. Like, you know, but he, you know because he just went... Like, the guy over in Germany, the manager, he broke it because he needed some toothpaste and a toothbrush. And was just... And just Went oh you yeah, and and went out Milner but to do it for one of the most mundane things ever like he needed hemorrhoids cream and he had to go out to the chemist and did it and broke um, and broke lockdown as a result yeah some... standard yeah 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 absolutely manager Premier League manager most likely to break it why
3: really for a little bit isn't on he the...
2: shielding a little, <laughs>
3: on, a, little, a little
2: bit on the side <laughs> I knew <do>, Steve, <laughs> Steve Bruce. He his favourite chippy still isn't doing <laughs> delivery, and he just decides to go out and get himself a pie and chips after after the game and gets gets clocked once again doing a salivating at the menu. Yeah, uh, okay. So right, we got some um, a couple of a few coming via uh, uh, the Twitter, which is at if you want to follow on that. Um, Thomas Griffin kind of follows on what we were saying. First player to get involved in a sex scandal after the restart. Hard mode can't say Kyle Walker.
3: Well, right. I think the obvious answer if you can't say Kyle Walker is Raheem Sterling.
2: Wow, why is that the obvious answer?
3: Because the press fucking hate him. Oh, and right, with the true or not. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. People find people will find the Raheem Sterling scandal to have, yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a decent shout. I'm I'm thinking like, it's it's whether it's a less. Leic- was it less the players? because of Nigel Pearson, because, like, Nigel Pearson's son was caught up in that, like, the the Thai prostitute scandal thing. Was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it big news? At the time, yeah, this was a few seasons ago. I think this was between the season where they survived, and then he got, Pearson got sacked, I think, before, people might be able to correct me. Before Ranieri, then. So you've, you've therefore not seen the video. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, Premier League footballers encouraging someone to fart into a girl's mouth is not like a. It's fine. Um. Yeah. It's a. Yeah. It's not something you can unsee. Um. But so it's whether that was Leicester, whether it means Leicester are going to be someone from Leicester are going to be prone to it, or whether Nigel Pearson takes this scandal with him and maybe what there's going to be some Watford players involved. I'm waiting to see.
3: I yeah. also think this might be why. Okay. Okay. I think he's he's a real nympho like
2: Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, Enchant at enchanting duck. Attacker most likely to pretend to cough to put off a defender. (laughs) Suarez. He's such a balland. It's gonna uh, uh, Costa Suarez. Premier League. Hmm.
3: That's tough. Mm. Mainly because I don't know all of them. Like anymore. Craig
2: Bellamy would have been bang up for something like that. Who's a little who's a little beaut? Who's the kind of person who's likely to have, th- have that Vardy in the locker? Again. It's Vardy again, isn't it? <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. I have a really low opinion of Jamie Vardy, <laughs> apparently. Um probably all right, he? Um, no. I don't know why. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. Most like uh, Eric uh, Opef... What? Ten. Most likely to test positive one hour before kickoff, therefore getting the match postponed. Which club do we think is going to be... is going to have a go at trying to get the league?
3: Probably Norwich. Or no.
2: City. Or Everton before our game. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, right, I want to talk about something. Under um, the media scapegoats. Mm. Because... But there's a video doing the rounds. So they've they've scrapped... Well, Leagues 1 and League 2 have been decided by points per game, which means Tranmere got relegated by, like... Did you
3: look at the league table?
2: After the fact?
3: Yeah, the points per game one. No. Did it? Okay, so... Right, okay. Can we just pull it up? And can we just pull up the League 2 points per game
2: table? Yeah, go for it. League 2. I'll I'll, I'll fill while you do that. So you might have seen the video or not, but coventry got promoted by points per game and then i saw a tweet from someone saying like we were get we were out protesting for black lives matters and people were calling us a disgrace and in literally in the same space of coventry city center coventry got promoted again via points per game and loads of fans got into the square and started celebrating and all that and like i'm not gonna say it would be stupid of me to get to go down that I need to be careful I would say all this because I think I think we're gonna see a lot of that and it's which club is likely to be scapegoated and we've seen that Liverpool the Merced Derby is gonna be played at Goodison Park and that was a big thing they were gonna they were trying to play all the Liverpool games where they could win the title Chris mm-hmm. at neutral venues and the last chat the last shout was gonna be Southampton to put it as far away as possible yeah Um because oh, of fears anyway. the fans will congregate and I think look fans are going to congregate uh, fans of all clubs who have something to celebrate will congregate. It's a, it's, it's an absolute fact. But I have got a big fear here on this that we've, we've jump to the defence and we've gone, no, look, it's a disgrace. Joe Anderson coming out and saying that, like, you know, come out and saying it shouldn't happen because it, because that was going to happen. I remember saying, Joe Anderson to end, and he's a blue nose and I would he say all these things. And we've all staunchly jumped to the defence of Liverpool fans. And I, look, I, I think rightly so, because I think people deserve the, the opportunity to self-police in, in, certain, in certain regards. But my lingering fear over all of this is that there will be there's just going to be a bunch of lids who turn up to anfield no matter what even whether the bit the mad liverpool fans or not they just will be and there will be videos of this and we are primed to be to have the the, the title tarnished or the media will be desperate to tarnish us because they'll be looking for examples and young scouse lads jumping up and down throwing smoke bombs and stuff which is i just think will happen is Prime is a is a prime example of that. Yeah,
3: Um I think you're right. Unfortunately, you know, I you know, and I've said all along, that I'm not going to be one of those people that, mm. that does it or anything like that. But I do think that people will congregate it. I think you see it with Coventry, you'll see it up and down the country, with it, and, and probably all sports.
2: Coventry got runs on points per game, Chris. It's not like they even they were even they, they a game of football and they were out. I like I, I saw that and I was like, ah, oh, crap. Because even if it's not an individual football club the the government in particular and the right wing media who are desperate who will be desperate to draw eyes away from people shining a light onto their dodgy practices they are going to be like pigs and shit when this happens and I hope it doesn't happen but I, I don't think it'll happen like I don't think there'll be a half a million Liverpool fans lying in the streets when Liverpool win the title but I think there will be enough just random you know even if it's only a gathering of fifty or 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 hundred which on the grand scheme of things is nothing really. Um, compared to how many people have been turning up on Southport and Formby Beach and all that kind of stuff nothing but I don't think that mattered there will be no no one would give it the context people would just be desperate to the, be, the,
3: like, th- the thing that we need in this instance is we need to go and do it in Stanley Park and draw fucking two metre circles on the floor <laughs> and make sure everyone stands in the fucking thing with the fingers up at the sky cameras like fucking that and a yeah. flare in one hand <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking what boys I'm in the park yeah. uh, I only know six people here <laughs> and I'm in a fucking <laughs> circle don't come fucking near me yeah. you know what I mean that's yeah. what we need to do we need yeah, to turn it yeah, yeah. to our advantage rather oh, yeah. than just fall into it How much?
2: done how much is it going to cost us to buy let's just say for the sake of argument between 5 to 10,000 hula hoops I mean
3: off the top of my head 5 pounds each 25 grand
2: I think <laughs> so. I'd be. The season ticket refund money should be. I'd be. I'd donate my season ticket refund money if I could be given a hula hoop to stand in. If anyone's in got Stanley Park to well, celebrate the like, title,
3: like I mean, the caretaker of Stanley Park is probably watching this or Jericho Fields or whatever. Get your white line fucking thing and get it out like Box a it. fucking protractor. Sort it out. lads, Sort it out for us because yeah. that's where we're
2: gonna be. But then you're right. There's gonna be. There's gonna be so many obvious. Obvious things that come out of this. There's going to be people looking to catch football fans out and out in streets and out and around grounds. There's going to be sky cameras or or sly like like you know like paps you know like you know. There's going to be people waiting outside Anfield and waiting outside Goodison to catch those images because they because someone the because they're going to be worth money. Someone's going to speculate on that. And i and i i, I genuinely hope because i like i say i don't think i don't think a hundred people turn up at goodison park or even a couple hundred i, I think warrants uh, you, you know hundreds of thousands of fans to be tarred with the with a brush and that kind of thing and i wouldn't see that as a big deal that should be able to be handled by whatever's been put in place for it um
3: we might be able to use the car park yeah you need to have a space Wait, something
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it but, but this it's nice
3: is, clear paths that you can walk up and down then as well though isn't there and just you but, see, lads, just reversing in. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah, but but it's it's an it's it's so you can't predict. We can't really predict how the football's going to go. We had a, we had. 30 years of experience of watching football and we got every one of our nailed on predictions wrong at the start of the season this season and that was in a normal footballing environment we're certainly not going to be able to predict it but the, there's just some blind the, the blind and the obvious things are things that aren't going to change and it's going to be football fans are going to be made to look like hooligan lockdown breaking scumbags and they're going to be held up and held accountable and have and everyone's names therefore dragged through the mud when nobody will stand up and say hang on a second second what about what again, what about the people jumping around on ve day and what about the people who've been on the beaches and all, all that kind of stuff it's so i think i think, think the,
3: i think the scapegoat here and and obviously that's the people that do it or if they do it right but i think the scapegoat here is clop okay because i think he'll come out and say something and we we've already seen him come out and sort talk, talk about we'll just do it when the when the season's over and i don't think he'll deserve to be the scapegoat mm-hmm. but he's also going to be the most successful current manager in 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 the premier league and that the, the press need a narrative change on him. He needs to turn heel mm. for them. You know what I mean? And I, th- I just feel like that this might be the point where you know he's won the Champions League, he's won the Premier League, he's he's fucked our cup competition up against Shrewsbury. Oh God, did you see the Shrewsbury? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's done, all, he's, yeah. he's done all that, and then all of a sudden, and now he didn't fucking stand up and say, "Do not fucking come out" yeah. and all this. And I just feel like the media might just go on yeah. him for a bit.
2: Yeah, it could be. I, I, I mean, you can see Klopp's already started his his slimy the campaign of like don't don't of course, go, he will not go, that good. he's a good person. Yeah, exactly. You'll get you, you'll get your time to celebrate as and when it comes. I think it's the right thing to do. And I, I wonder whether they'll do ramp that up in the next in the next week leading up to it, leading up to the the season restarting. Um, but yeah, other than that, you're right. We're just gonna is it just gonna be business as usual? the Daily Mail slaughtering young black footballers and you know Liverpool fans being hung out to dry. And yeah, let's let's hope it's all the world's all changed Let's hope everyone can just enjoy the footy being back and enjoy it just because it's a nice escape from the from. The, the problems of the of the wider world and whatever. Certainly, I certainly I hope so. Uh, oh, Chris, I meant to do this at the top, but we totally forgot. Um, Eggington. We've, we've got a new patron um, who joined up, who wants to give a shout out to.
3: I think his name's Eggington, I mean, but he probably says it Edgington. Yeah. Uh, and I, 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 Yeah, Dave, I think. Dave. <laughs> Dave. What <Good one> job? <laughs> Dave. <One> job. <laughs> Dave Edgington. I got it right. <laughs> See? We value you David. Thank you so much. Dave. Um Eggington. Right. Sad. The third. Um
2: yeah. We um yeah hopefully this, the podcast remains business as usual we've got a, a couple of things to sort out in terms of how and when we record the podcast with the football coming back and it can <laughs> be like oh yeah we, st- we have to do Liverpool shows okay all of a sudden uh, we'll keep everyone updated if there is a change I'm, I'm, I'd like to keep the schedule and the release dates as it is and that but we'll, we'll make sure you guys know if you want to do support if you do want to support us do come over to patreon.com forward slash mate x page uh, and make sure you drop a like on this video if you're on YouTube leave a five star review if you're on podcasting apps and leave a little comment and I just I'll read them out uh, on the next podcast as well. Uh, is there anything you want to add or wrap up on? Do you want to page anything this week? Hello, Dave. Um,
3: <laughs> yeah, just the fucking tits that keep coming out and saying all lives matters, Like, we, we fucking know. Yeah. But, like, it, it's, you know, sort the problems out first, and then
2: we can discuss all lives matters. It's the, yeah... The, if i had to purge anything every, like again we live in this world where everyone's been given a a, a voice and everyone's got an opinion that's amazing that we've got that It's it, that that's cool that's a good that's a good positive step and all that but it is the it's the nitpicking over 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 those things it, the the all lives matter stuff and um, we said this last week we get it, every, it, it you're right but you know, it'd be nice to get to a world where that's a big, where it can truly have some weight behind it. But it is for every time it's the people who've this, who, who write off big movements and big ideas because of small issues and small problems like criticizing the entire everyone who's gone out in in, in protest or who's gone out in support for a big cause and then someone graffitis on a statue like i said i don't agree with people graffitiing on the, the on the cenotaph and I know, I know that's the kind of thing that means something to, to a lot of people but it's it's an example of what we were talking about last week about like that's probably our closest thing we've got to like the flag thing that america that americans have got They're buying into these symbols i, I I, you know, I don't necessarily have loads of those music. I'm sure, look, like, if someone wanted to graffiti... Someone graffiti twats on the side of Anfield, i would probably be... I'd, I'd probably laugh, to be fair. But, like, you know, there's there's some... You know, there's... The, if someone... Attack, I don't know until someone was attacked something then I had a personal a, a personal affinity for or whatever. But, you're right, the people who have decided that the Black Lives Matters movement is... Nonsense! Ah, yes. oh, we've got you on a technicality, boys. Yeah, right. All lives matter. Yeah, yeah. Pack yeah, it in. Ah, oh, you dickheads. Yeah. Someone said it was um. Kendra Little, actually, it was a big part of the Liverpool scene uh, a while back, I've got on Facebook and just said that, like, it's it's not, it's not, just to clarify, it's not, when you say Black Lives Matter, no one's saying that your life doesn't matter if you're not black. That's not the point. Uh, but some people seem to seem desperate to do that, and I, I would happily purge. Not purge those people, because it's better to have people around to educate them, but, like, just purging the simple way out and the simple, like, right, we've put that in a little box and fucked it off.
3: Oh, can I also just fucking purge the fucking women on Instagram who were like posing for photographs yeah have you seen all that shit and they just oh. go in and they go get the fucking sign up with the mask on and all that Cycle a little fucking pose maybe like fucking I've given half a boob or whatever with the uh, the Black Lives Matter sign and then just fucking put, throw it on the floor and walk off yeah, yeah. fucking do one yeah. I fucking hate influencers I hate them
2: yeah 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 I mean you're an influencer Chris you can't
3: put a tag on me <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, like people doing it, people doing it for likes is a is a is a, a, sadly a world we live in. But you know, better some ex- I have exposure, Chris. As long as it goes on their big Instagram account, and keep your fucking it.
3: exposure to your only fans,
2: you pricks. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, the other one. One last thing that I want to page: Donald Trump suggesting that the guy who was pushed over by police and cracked his head open was basically a plant and deliberately dived on the, basically deliberately fell harder on the floor. Um, he ma- didn't. Oh, mate, it's unbelievable. I can't. I can't get into it now. I can't. He didn't. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's mad. This is the world we live in. He's. He's, he's called. You know. You get it every time there's a disaster. Remember when the 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 Boston bombings? And the, the, this is the first time I became aware of this false flag shit, where people make up conspiracy theories and say it's all actors. So no one really got hurt at the Boston bombings. Apparently. According to this this website and these conspiracy theories, because they were all actors who are like crisis actors that get dropped in to make a scene and, uh, and so it's is massive, this is like it,
3: fucking nine 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 finished honestly, years ago and they on, just
2: don't have a job no more. Mate, honestly, it's 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 yeah yeah yeah, real people come back, but honestly, this is this is where, but it, they're done with so much. It's like um I if it was that the the kind of shit that they 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 they, they live for. You create such compelling story around it, and you use official sounding words, and it's actually when you read this stuff. I mean, you see, it, it's like the five G conspiracy theories. People read things, and if, if it's got, if it sounds like it's got an officious tone to it, people start to believe it, and that's what's happening. Is like this, this, this has got to stop being like a mad corner of the internet conspiracy lunacy. It's, it's creeping into mainstream. Let's purge the shit out of that right now. Right, Do you know why we
3: need to sort politics out, right? Uh-huh. You need to get the leader of the parties up. In the fucking underwear, and let the nation decide whether that person should be ruling the fucking country or not. Because Boris Johnson would not get fucking voted in in tighty whities, and nor would Donald fucking
2: Trump in a stained fucking tighty whities. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's it. I mean, yeah, it's slightly concerning. The <laughs> Gordon Brown wouldn't again wouldn't have won <laughs> wouldn't have won the general, <laughs> general election because he was less sexy Did than he ever David win Cameron. It? Did ever- no, but that's the yeah yeah yeah. You're gonna you're gonna end up with that with fucking. Um, Rishi, just, or whatever. Right, when they're all
3: tits, just get them in the size of Isis. maybe no.
2: Maybe we do. Because it, it you not, wouldn't believe a word. Trump said, It's the reverse, right? You, there's that because that's a good point. Like, but that you say that it goes back to the um, to Nixon versus um, JFK, and everyone because there was the first like televised debates, and everyone who listened to the debate on the radio. Yeah thought someone yeah, watched it thought somebody else ex- one. exactly so there's, there's all there's all that kind of stuff um so yeah we, but we should be just listening to the words because when you listen to the words that Trump and Boris Johnson say you're like well they're not even sentences that's just bumbling nonsense uh, why why are we letting this person but they're allowed that when they're allowed to bluster in the platform and they're they graphics and social media teams it works for them right no we're done we're done we're out Thank you so much for watching and for listening this week. Um, Reviews, likes, become a Patreon. um, Become a patron on Patreon, Jesus Christ. Uh, The names of our... uh, I thought you said we were done. Shut up. Um, We're going to put the names of our absolute legends in there, and we'll see you all soon. ta